brought all the way from Antioch to Rome to be killed in Rome. All right, it's interesting. I kind of, I kind of wonder why they didn't just kill him in, out in Antioch and in Syria. But they brought him to the Colosseum uh, in Rome around the year 110. So very early, if you think about it, it's, it's kind of interesting. So here's Paul in our first reading. He's writing to the Romans around the year 55 or so. And only about 55 years later, Ignatius of Antioch is also writing to the Romans. And I'm going to read just a little passage from, from his writings. We've got seven of his letters that have been uh, passed down to us. And they're very edifying and, and very beautiful and uh, very instructive. So... Why the opposition to Jesus? Why the opposition to St. Ignatius? Why did they kill St. Ignatius? What's going on? Why was Christianity a threat to the pagans? Why was it a threat to the Jewish authorities, as we see here? Why? What's the, what's the problem? Uh, s- simple word, uh, lack of detachment. Okay? Sinful attachment to created things. That's really the cause behind all of this. So let me read you uh, a little passage here from St. Ignatius. Okay. So St. Ignatius says, so this is very interesting. He's headed to Rome. Okay. He's being led there by a detachment of soldiers, Roman soldiers. And uh, they give him a little bit of freedom. He, gives, he has enough freedom that he can write letters. And so he writes a letter ahead to the Roman Christians. And you know what he wants to tell them? He wants to tell them, when I get there, okay, don't try to stop them from killing me. Okay? Don't intervene. All right? God is calling me to be a martyr, and I need to follow that path. That's my calling. That's my grace in life. Do not stop the authorities from executing me, okay? And so he goes on, and in his... I'll just read one paragraph here. Oh, come on. I'm so sorry. This has got... This is computers. Come on now. All right. Readings. No. This is just in, your, in suspense, right? You're very, this is very intense for you. I know I'm sort of increasing the suspense for you. Okay. Okay, here we go. Alright, so he, this is very interesting. He says, the time for my birth is close at hand. So he's talking about his martyrdom as a birth, as a spiritual birth, okay? Forgive me, my brothers, do not stand in the way of my birth to real life. Do not wish me to be stillborn. Okay, you know, stillborn is a baby that doesn't, isn't successfully born, okay? Uh, my desire is to belong to God. Do not then hand me back to the world. Do not try to tempt me with material things. Let me attain pure light. Only on my arrival there can I be a fully human being. Give me the privilege of imitating the passion of my God. If you have him in your heart, you will understand what I wish. You will sympathize with me because you will know what urges me on. So Ignatius is demonstrating for us the exact opposite uh, quality that we've got in the in the other people, and that is detachment. He was very detached from created goods. God has given us created goods to be used properly to uh, help ourselves and one another get to God. He has given us created goods for 
for our ascent to God. But unfortunately, because of sin and uh, the advent of what we call concupiscence, which is essentially a sort of disorder that's been introduced into the human person that causes us to cling to created goods at the expense of the supreme good, which is God. Okay, that's what the that's the problem. Okay, so if there wasn't any concupiscence, okay, if there wasn't any sin in the world, we would be able to enjoy all the created things of the world with perfect harmony and equilibrium, and they would never take away, but would only enhance our relationship with God. But because of concupiscence, what happens is we start to say, "Oh, I want this money. I want this privilege. I want this honor. This reputation." Okay, or whatever it might be, or this person, or this relationship, or this romantic connection, or whatever it might be. You just cling to that, and you do it at the expense of the supreme good. So these things that you're clinging to, it's not that they're not goods, they are legitimate goods. But the problem is that you're clinging to them at the expense of the supreme good, which is God. And that doesn't make any sense. All right, And that's where all of these conflicts come in. So Jesus comes into the midst of the Pharisees and the, and, the, and the scholars of the law and the Sadducees, and he's preaching a purity that entails detachment, and they don't like it. They're clinging to their positions of privilege, of honor, okay, sometimes even tradition. Okay, for us Catholics, we've got to know that tradition sometimes can get in the way of things, all right? An ancient uh, theologian by the name of Tertullian said, when Jesus came, he did not say, I am tradition, he said, I am truth, <laughs> so even tradition can be something that can get in between us and our relationship with God. And you know, the pagans who, who martyred St. Ignatius, they did it really in the name of tradition. Why was Christianity a threat to ancient paganism is because the pagans had the traditional religion. Christianity was the new kid on the block. It was born just yesterday. It was like, what are these guys? They're like hippies or something. Who do they think they are? We've got the ancient, venerable, pagan tradition that goes back thousands and thousands of years of time immemorial. All right? So also the Pharisees in the name of their tradition and the pagans in the name of their pagan tradition. So sad that the supreme good revealed himself to men and men preferred lesser goods to him. And that's the source of that conflict between the pagans and Ignatius and the Pharisees and our Lord Jesus Christ. So, my brothers and sisters, let's remember that God has given us created goods in our society and our tradition and everything else so that we would get closer to him and not further away. Uh, let's practice detachment and remember what the first and foremost important thing is in life, that is God.